This is Pop and Crap, episode 86. Episode 86 of Pop and Crap. Don't you worry, invading forces. I have seen you and I have removed you. <laughs> okay, there we go. And you are? I'm Scott. You didn't say who you were either. Oh, I'm keeping it a secret. That's my new thing for, oh, okay. for 2020. Oh, it's part of your yeah, part, it's part of, part of my, dealing with the invading forces. It's part of my 2020 mystique. No, I, it, <laughs> also I, I forgot. Um. <laughs> That's all. It, it, it's 86 episodes. We don't exactly have all the kinks ironed out yet. Yeah, one day, one day. Let's just make it so you don't clip, though. Yeah. There we go. Am I clicking? Am I yeah. clipping? Not anymore. Oh, well, thank I've you very much. I've shown them that. All right. Beautiful. So. Hi, Paul. Hey, how are you? Feels I'm like it's well, been a little bit. I'm I'm. I, it's I been a minute. Up. Yeah. Yes. And welcome to this, another exciting episode of The Pop and the Crap. Indeed. <laughs> now, we have, uh, we have already talked about our um, favorite things. We're just going to get right to it. Uh, our favorite yeah. things of 2019. So now we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in 2020. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of tricky because, you know, you're really going on. I, I found I was going on a lot of other people's lists. I didn't necessarily have things um, that I knew myself were coming up. I, right. I, I had to go looking to, to answer this in a way that I didn't necessarily have to for the 2019 list. Because yeah. that I had experienced, and this I'm going on what I'm being told is coming. So it was a it was an interesting process. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. uh, so why don't we get into it? Let's. Uh, what, should we start off with TV? Let us begin. Please, mm-hmm. please dazzle me with a, uh, oh, with a choice, uh, sir. Oh, oh, I'm going to go first then. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I see how I moved fast on that one. I tried to. That's how I'm embracing 2020 differently. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. All right. So um, my, uh, my, my, the thing I am most looking forward to and have been for a while um, on TV is Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, I did manage to catch the preview finally. And, oh, good. Um, you found it. Excellent. Yes. Yes. And uh, love it. Love it. Um, I like the uh, – what I like about it is that it um, – Reminds me a lot in in parts of uh, of Eli Stone, for obvious reasons, with okay. the whole people breaking into song uh, and sort of weird uh, weird visions and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but also in the way that it uh, it kind of also dovetails with uh, God friended me. And, yes, uh, remind me a lot of yeah. uh, God friended me or uh, Kevin maybe saves the universe or whatever the heck it was called. Who knows? Kevin saves it was the so universe, long ago. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, or the world. I don't know. Yeah, something I, like that. I don't know, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he came and he went so briefly. Exactly. Kevin, we barely knew you. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah. I, I, you enjoyed the, uh, you enjoyed the, the pilot there? Loved it. Yeah. Really, really yeah. enjoyed it. I, um, you know, big fan of Jane Levy and, uh, and, yes. uh, and Skylar Aston is uh, I've I've quite enjoyed in a, in a few things I've seen him in, um, and uh, so yeah, yeah, great cast. I, I mean, solid cast. Um, you know, you got Lauren Graham as as the uh, the boss at, at her company, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Miss Mrs. Danson as uh, as uh, as her mom. <laughs> so, yep. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I thought it was. Um, I think I was expecting it to be more of a comedy than it's turning out to be. Oh, okay. I think the the. It seems like the comedy comes solely from, um, the uh, the moments where they're singing. But other than that, it's played like a drama. Yeah, like I say, it reminds me very much of Eli Stone. 
Um, but I, I think that I felt like, like in reading the initial description, it, it felt like, okay, so they're doing uh, God Friended Me, uh, basically, you know, with a different angle on it. And, um, uh, but no, they're, they're going, uh, they're going a bit deeper into that. And, uh, and I mm-hmm. quite like, I quite like that. I, I, I like the, the, yeah. the way they're going with it. It has that same kind of positive, uh, positivity vibe that I get from, uh, God Friended Me. So yay. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, I, I think that in the, the commercials or that initial pilot teaser you saw, it, it they, they certainly played up the humor a lot more than it was actually there. And there was, there was none of the, the plot with her father, um, which was, you know, that's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. And that's really gonna, that one's gonna play heavy. Um, and I, I don't yeah. want to say anything about it because I want no, people no, to see absolutely, it. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, um, um, uh, the yeah. one thing we can say is Peter Gallagher. Yay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked it. It was, it was not what I expected, but I liked it. I think that's the best way to, for me to sum it up. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I, I, I was expecting wackier hijinks and <laughs> we really only get those in the moments where people are singing and the rest of it. It's pretty much a, um, it's very much a God friend in me kind of drama. Yeah. And of, I mean, but the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where there's, where there are some funny situations, you know, the, uh, the other, the morons that she deals with at, at work. Yes. Um, you know, that, uh, that true. kind of stuff. That's true. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's that, kind that of is another source of, of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're kind of playing that. Like they, they remind me a bit of, uh, of, um, the guys on Chuck and, um, <laughs> Yep. You know the guy, the, his his foils there. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a lot uh, that feels that seems familiar, but but it still feels fresh. And uh, and um, hey, more Jane Levy on the TV screen, it's a good thing. I am game. They had me at her casting alone. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she has been a delight since day one. And, Absolutely. Uh, I look forward to. Uh, seeing her getting anything and i'm glad she's not playing a witch climbing out of the cabin floor anymore <laughs> what that was a rough one for me if she was in the remake of uh, evil dead oh okay the, ah well there you yeah go. so she was the she was the one crawling out from the cabin floor sure I, did, I, I didn't watch so it <laughs> oh I, I didn't i didn't watch it i just saw the commercials and was oh. scared it scared me senseless and then realized it was her and I was even more scared because at that point she was that nice girl from suburbia <laughs> or suburgatory or whatever suburgatory, it was that's it yeah yeah absolutely all right yeah well that's awesome uh yes um that is wonderful um my first one is also I feel like it's a it's a bit of a cheat because I've seen an episode now but going into 2020 the thing I was most excited about was Star Trek Picard oh yeah yeah and uh, first episode was last week. Fantastic. Uh, the the tones there, it feels like we just kind of picked up where we left yeah, off. Yeah, it, um, yeah. With all the extra, did you did you get to see it? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm having the same problem with this that I had. You know, I've talked about it before with the Marvel movies, where, um, you know, I'm watching a. a character that i've seen through a bunch of other movies say new words for the first time and how exciting that is yeah and and it's now seeing a character that i loved that i thought i'd never see again and now here he is saying new words and adding to that is now that card is older and as he looks older while acting and you just you know it's got the extra heaviness of oh yeah <laughs> he's yeah. getting older <laughs> Um, for sure yeah i, I, I want to see as much of him i want to see as much of patrick stewart as we can um yes. in the time that we have remaining of patrick stewart and yes. uh so yeah i totally love that they put him back on television i love that he can put this character back on like he's slipping into a mr rogers sweater oh totally um and so it's it's great and it looks like they're setting up a nice story arc to it yeah uh they're going to tie into uh characters and past story arcs that we've enjoyed before it's 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 very perfect to me yeah yeah it's it's great i mean it's it's the most uh from what i've seen so far and just sort of reaction to it it seems to be the most positively received um um star trek thing since 
well, all of the Star Treks, uh, because most of them uh, get a lot of people, you know, grumbling about this or that or the other thing. And this uh, seems to be uh, relatively universal, universally loved. Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of uh, pretty hardcore fans who have pretty big opinions who are very pleased with it so far. Yeah, yeah I'm exactly. taking that as a very good sign. <laughs> Yeah, because they didn't um, go. They didn't go and uh, and say, "Oh, let's uh, let's just reboot it. We've got a new Picard," and um, yeah. and that's you know. So this is a good thing. No, that it's got to be him. Yeah. How is it anything but? Yeah. No. Uh, perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was actually my second TV thing. So. Um, ah, excellent. I uh, I am spent. <laughs> what What is? What, Did you? Sorry, did you have any uh, any other? No, I just picked the two. Just the two? Yeah. Um, I have I have one extra that I'd probably flag. Well, I have many because it's television and it's where I live. <laughs> but uh, uh, Avenue Five. Um, oh, that's the Hugh Laurie thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Hugh Laurie Josh Gad one with. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like the 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 plot of. Um, of Wally, <laughs> it's yes. a bunch of rich people on a space tour, and then the ship has something happened to it, and uh, um, they're trying to get home with limited number of resources and uh, mechanical problems and whatnot. And um, there's some question about how that goes, and they get a chance to do some satire and. Mm -hmm. um, It, uh, I, I think it looks really funny. It, it, it certainly does. I, I, it's, it's not getting me to subscribe, but it's, it's on, you know, it's on deck. You know, it's the thing when I yes. do my, my month or two of, uh, of, uh, of, of free HBO, that, that is what I will be watching. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I think it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to get into uh, into movies then. And um, um and so now you get to lead us off. Oh, well. Uh what do I have? Cuz that's um, how I'm playing it. <laughs> there are uh, there are many. Um uh, because so many of them were uh because so many of them were uh sequels and reboots and next parts and that kind of thing. I tried to stay away from those. Yeah. Um, although there are sequels that I am looking forward to. Uh, and something that I saw that is, looks very uh, original and looks fun is uh, Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, it's a comedy about a, um, a life in a video game, and Ryan Reynolds plays a non-player character who walks around in this world. It feels very much like a, a Grand Theft Auto-type world. Nice. He works in a bank, and they get robbed every day, and he's just used to it. And then one day he <laughs> participates and intervenes, and it puts him into a new world where he's interacting with the actual players of the game, and he's 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 basically gone and gotten a life. <laughs> it's the idea. Yeah, and I, it's action comedy and Ryan Reynolds, so game on. Absolutely, and uh, and you got Taika Waititi as Green Lantern. So um, in that, yep. <laughs> oh wow, that's funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it actually sounds pretty funny and, uh, they, mm -hmm. there, there's, there is some discussion about it, you know, it's, oh, it's kind of like the Truman show and it's like, no, I don't think it's like that at all. <laughs> no, that doesn't feel, that doesn't, uh, doesn't, quite right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, that's, that's how people have been kind of pushing it around, but, um, yeah. yeah so, like uh, <laughs> Sean Levy, who, um, most recently did, uh, the intern, um, and uh, this is where I leave you. And um, okay, sorry the the internship, not the intern. Ah. two very different okay. movies. Uh, <laughs> the the one the one he did was the one that had uh, Will Ferrell, Roseburn, uh, and John Goodman, um, and of course, but mainly uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. So ah. it's where <laughs> I was they say I thought it was a Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson movie. Yeah, but you know, you know. Um, but it had John Goodman in it. I'm always going to give John Goodman billing over uh, <laughs> over those chunk chuckleheads. I didn't remember. I didn't remember him in that movie. No, no, no. 
I'm just reading what it said. Hmm. Um, anyway, um, and also uh, Greg Berlanti is involved with uh, with this one. So, yeah, and that's always a good thing, nice. too. Um, and, and Rel, little Rel. Yep. Well, he's fun. Exactly. Exactly. All right. And so that, that puts it to me. Um, so I have, um, I, and, and I actually got to see, uh, the, the preview of this the other day, uh, on, uh, on, uh, Carell's show because every or um, Carell that I've given it away now uh, on uh, Colbert uh, when it was one of those times that uh, uh, John Stewart pops up from under his desk and yep. um, and talked about his movie Irresistible and oh, uh, yes. so it's Steve Carell and uh, and Chris Cooper and um, and basically a uh, you know, it's a, a political season movie. Um, so this is all about uh, a guy, a, 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 a Democrat, a Democratic strategist um, played by Steve Carell, who sees a video of a retired Marine colonel played by Chris Cooper um, standing up for the rights of his town's undocumented workers. So he thinks he's found the key to winning back the heartland. Um, but then they send in the Republicans send in his his nemesis uh, played by Rose Byrne. And um, mm -hmm. so it says what That's started out as it's a so it's a, they said nice and he says uh, he says John Wayne had a baby with a tractor and all you can say is nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, I think it uh, looks great. Yeah. Uh, also uh, includes um, uh, Mackenzie Davis, uh, Topher Grace, and Natasha Leone. And uh, and of course, written. Yeah, it was nice to see her name in there. Yeah, absolutely, and written and directed by John Stewart. Sold. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so very much looking forward to this, uh, and and this will be good for for Carell as well, because Welcome to Marwin, eh, not so great. I I liked it, but I think people were expecting more comedy. Yeah, yeah, and they and they pushed it as as that, and um, and <laughs> it was not, um, but. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so that's uh, that's the the movie I'm most looking forward to, and that's coming out apparently May 29th. Nice. So mid midway through the shit show that is uh, uh, the American political season. Yes, uh, that was excellent. Um, bench wise, uh, you know, it's <laughs> it's. it's I, I know that I said I, I went with something that was original, but as far as the sequels and the revisits go, I'm very excited about uh, Bill and Ted Free the Music. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I I really trust uh, Keanu Reeves' uh, sense of, uh, of comedy and... Um, he just—he's very good at picking projects lately. He's—he's he's found a way to and, to have fun. And it—and it's—and it's—you know—it's like it's still uh, Ed Solomon uh, writing it, and like it's the—it's—it's it's, they've rebuilt the right people. Yeah, they brought the—they brought the band back together, and uh, yeah. yeah, I'm really Wild really Stallions looking forward rule. to. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, as does San Dimas High School football. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely looking yeah. forward to that. Um, yeah, uh, the other one, uh, another one I'm looking forward to, and this uh, kind of ties into um, uh, I've, I've really been enjoying uh, the Apple uh, TV Plus show, um, uh, A Little America, uh, which is mm -hmm. uh, uh, kind of created by uh, Kumail uh, Nanjiani and uh, and his wife Emily Gordon, and I've really really been enjoying it. Um, it's kind of an, an an anthology series about the uh, the immigrant experience experience in uh, in the U.S. and um, yeah. big time heart. It's it's great. So there's another uh, Kumail movie uh, that's coming out called The Lovebirds, and it is uh, uh, it stars uh, Kumail Nanjiani and Issa Rae, who I've been quite enjoying as well. And so there are a couple who uh, get who it, it, they, it says here uh, they experience a defining moment in their relationship when they are unintentionally embroiled in a bizarre crime as their journey to clear oh, their yes. names takes them from one extreme and hilarious circumstance to the next. They must figure out how they and their relationship can survive the night. Yes, also, I did see. 
I I have seen the uh, the, the trailer yeah. for that, and it looks great. It, yeah. yeah, and it's uh, directed by Michael Showalter, and um, so you know has a, a strong comedy pe- pedigree right there. Um, and uh, so he 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 was also uh, he directed the Big Sick, which was another uh, um, another Camille, uh movie, in fact, and uh, has a, a yeah. So uh, and and I believe he was a um, what was it the um, what, what's it called the you know the God it's killing me producer I, director writer yes yes he was that guy. Um, who, no, no, he, um, it's, it's killing me. I, I just, uh, uh, Michael, I'm Googling people. Oh, we're looking for a name. I thought we were looking for a title. (laughs) The state. That was the, the comedy troupe that he was, he was involved with. The state, right? Um, and so where, you know, where we got guys like, uh, like Joe LaTrue, you know that guy, um, yes, <laughs> Joe the Truglio, <laughs> Truglio, and and, uh, um, and isn't that where we got uh, Saul and uh, Bob Odenkirk? Yeah, um, I think he was involved and, in it. Yeah, uh, and uh, what, and what's yeah. his name? Who was on Ed? Um, I can't remember anybody's name. Yeah, and it's a, well, uh, nice and, the, and the internet is really fucking with me tonight. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, but you know, if this was a TV series, it would be screwed because it also has Anna Camp <laughs> and um, more recent show killer Kyle Bornheimer. I'm not sure who that is. Oh, you would, you would, if you saw him, you'd be like, "Oh, that guy." Oh, that he guy. Uh, he was in uh, the Big Wedding, which was sort of one of those uh, summer replacement shows that was uh, that he's really the summer replacement guy. Um, oh. But uh, where they, it's the wedding, uh, and it all takes place. The whole series took place over one day, um, and I think it was. Um, um, see, now we're trying to make me remember more names. <laughs> this is not a good idea. For I you just, tonight. I just can't do it. Apparently. Um, anyway, okay. memory's overrated. Yeah, right. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer was another uh, another show oh, okay, thing. Yeah. yeah, and you know all of those. Um, so yeah, so that there's that stuff. Um, and uh, but but yeah, so so now but now now we have to really uh, talk about. Um, um, Kyle Bornheimer for a second because of course um, uh, he he's a thing and uh, and and you I looked him up. <laughs> I'm well. I'm determined for you to remember who remember who he is. Uh, but okay. he was also in um, this the sitcom Worst Week. Um, he was in Better Off. I remember that one. Yeah, he he um, was also in uh, the show Angel from Hell that lasted maybe ten minutes. Um, she's out of my league, um, and, uh, perfect couples, which, uh, which had Olivia Munn, uh, David Walton. I remember that one. Yeah. So he was the, uh, was he the one with Olivia Munn? Uh, was he? Hmm. Could be. Um, <laughs> he was Dave. Um, and oh, so, yeah, okay. That guy. <laughs> Come on. (laughs) Dave is disappointed that Julia. No, he was with uh, Christine Woods. Um, Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. The uh, tall guy. um, Tall guy, big hair. No, no, more, more stocky. Oh, yeah. I think it was um, David Walton that was with. uh, Anyway, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So I know the one you mean. Yeah. Solid dude that guy so uh so yeah so he's in this as well if it was a tv show it would be screwed Uh, clearly absolutely (laughs) not just because we can't remember it no well that doesn't help right it's like they're yeah they gotta be like oh google schmoogle we got this guy (laughs) (laughs) and you know anna camp um because i don't think i don't think her show is going to be back so um do you think we've lost uh oh yeah Perfect Harmony. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, that's too bad. They, One, they were just getting. They were just getting going. Well, they the they they the last episode came out last week, so. Oh, is that the last? I believe that's the last. 
And oh, when I, I say a little break or when I say the last, I mean the last. Um, yeah, it's uh, it was the second worst rated show of the season. Really? Yeah. So um, that's a shame. Uh, behind, we of course, it. Sunnyside. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I thought it got better and better, but yeah, I don't yeah. think we're going to see more of it. It's it seems unlikely. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Anyway, so that's uh, that's that's me for movies. Huh. Um. See other movies. Uh, I there, the other one that I'm liking uh, the look of is uh, Into the Heights, the adaptation of the Lin Manuel Miranda musical from a few years ago. Ooh, I was not aware yeah, of this. That sounds great. They're doing that as a as a as a movie, and I think that looks fantastic. Oh yeah, from for what sure. I'm seeing. Yeah, so I'd love to see that happen. And then you know all the superhero stuff like kind of goes without saying knowing me the way you do that yeah that's that's happening yeah <laughs> yeah and that's that um there's one other that i'd mention is uh downhill um uh, which is a remake of the 2014 swedish comedy uh, force majeure about uh it's the one with the family on the ski trip and there's uh an avalanche and, and they have to eat the each other gets up you know, the dad gets up and runs off from the picnic table where his family's sitting. And then the avalanche stops short of the lodge and the snow just kind of blows through when the dust settles. He has to come walking back to the table where he just ran off and left his wife and kids. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it's played really <laughs> darkly in the original one. I think it's Swedish originally. Sure. Um, but uh, they're remaking it and it's more of a passive aggressive uh, comedy now with uh, Will Ferrell and Julia Louis Dreyfus. Nice. Uh, and the one thing they've kept is the buddy who is played by uh, actor I don't know the name of uh, the the big guy, uh, the big red bearded guy in uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, I have uh, no idea. <laughs> all right. Again, other people know who that is, but the the point is that that guy played in the original movie. Mm. And so he's doing both films. Nice. Which is kind of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, beyond that, my list was a lot of, but, but one know, th- one other Black thing Widow, with Wonder that, Woman, birds of prey, Eternals, new mutants, the it, whole list of yeah. bring on the heroes. Mm. Um, uh-huh. it's Nat Faxon and, uh, Jim Rash that did downhill, by the way, they've, they've directed this one. So that'll oh. be fun. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I will take those signs where I can see them. <laughs> no, absolutely. I um, yeah. I, I was. I I I know the the thing now that you've uh, now you've mentioned it, and uh, so that should be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's doing the? Uh, hmm. Interesting. My one other hope, fingers crossed. Yeah. I want to see this just because I hope it's not a train wreck. Is they're making a Snake Eyes movie. And as a lifelong childhood uh, yes, G.I. Joe fan, the, uh, the Joes. If, if they can find a way to do with this kind of reboot of the movie what they did for Transformers with Bumblebee, I will be very happy. Camper. Now, this I'm, is interesting I'm, because uh, Jen said the same thing. She, she uh, watched uh, Bumblebee with the kids and, um, yep. and, and loved it. She's like, yeah, it's the, it's the only one of these uh, Transformers movies that's watchable. And, um, and, and so I watched as well, and, and I agree. And, but apparently, it did terribly. <laughs> did it? That's what I heard. That's that it was basically a, you know, it's like, hey, so we're gonna. Everybody says that there's no nuance to these. There's no character development. There's no this or that. So we're gonna do that, and then it didn't do that great. But so. was it just a bunch of neckbeards who, like, you know, got angry that somebody no put f- a chick in there? I have no, movie? I, no idea because it's Transformers. It, it's. Generally speaking, it's nothing to me, so I don't really pay attention to it because I grew. I, you know, like I say, I had aged out of uh, of that stuff by the time Transformers came out. So, um, yeah, we we've got it's it's the one that falls just right in the gap in our ages. Yeah, which is yeah, not not a very large gap, but it's just enough that that's one of the things that falls in there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I, I mean that, and and but 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 I, I I get what you're saying is like like can we have something where it um you know where it's where it's a solid movie as well as being part of a cool franchise and yeah, that's all I want 
that's that's it's that, that's not asking for too much, you know. No, um, I just want some nice things. Oh no, no, we can't have nice things. That's how it feels sometimes. I know, I know. It's uh, it's that's a thing. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, so it uh, domestic gross was it, it. So it made. I mean, it it made its money back ultimately, but. Um, that domestic gross uh, was uh, was considerably less than its budget, and uh, uh, yeah, so did it pick it up internationally? It did much better internationally than it did uh, than it did domestically. Uh, hmm. Yeah, but uh, but still, it, it you know uh, in comparison to the uh, the same you know the ratio for the others, uh, not great. So I would hope that uh, that they will look past that and look at how well it did in the long run. And uh, like seventy two point eight percent of its gross was international. Wow! Wow! I didn't yeah. realize it did that poorly at home. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I thought it was great. I thought it was the better. Uh, totally, than it. I it totally felt agree. More like Bumblebee. Uh, it, it was a better character piece. I mean, they, they parked it in the eighties again. I'm getting a little tired of everybody cashing in on eighties nostalgia, but. Yeah, but you know, having lived, did I still love it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know that I I wasn't able to get through any of the other Transformers movies, and uh, by which I mean the first one, and then it was like, well, I won't do that to myself again. Um, but they were rough. Yeah, uh, but 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 Jam was like, no, you're gonna like this. It's cool, and uh, yeah. and I like Haley Steinfeld as well. I think she's great. Yeah, I thought she did so, a great job. Yeah, she yeah. played a very every teen. Mm-hmm. Not a, you know, here comes Megan Fox because Michael Bay's got a heart on behind his camera. Uh, uh, just gross. Yeah. Just gross. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, I liked it. It was yeah. a real good, you know, fish out of water, E.T.-ish kind of vibe of the uh, yeah. strange visitor from a strange planet trying to make things out. Anyway, somehow 2020 became a conversation about Bumblebee. That's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. All right. So, what else do you have in the uh, in the ye old benchy? Uh, not a lot of others. I mean, like the the Ghostbusters Afterlife, the Top Gun Maverick. Like, there's a lot of stuff in here that's definitely. I'm color me curious, but it's disappointing that when I look at my list. Basically everything is a sequel. Yeah, that's that. That is kind of rough, isn't it? I, I like. I, I, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. Now that said, that I think that the uh, I like the take that they're taking on the uh, Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, you know that that trailer I got to say really grabbed me, and I didn't expect it to. Um, yeah. So yeah, that 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 looks cool. I um, yeah. Huzzah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm hopeful. Uh, I think you got a lot of the right people involved there. Uh, good tone. Anytime I see Paul Rudd, I'm a happy camper. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree. No, it's 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 yeah. awesome. All righty then. Um, yeah. Have we missed any? Anything else? I don't know if you got anything else hiding in there. Or... Uh, Movie wise, no. Yeah. Um, no, okay. Um, oh wait, wait, maybe. Um, what was it called? Uh, see, now I got to remember stuff, and that's, as we know, <laughs> not a good thing. Um, I mean, there's the Crudes too. I, I, I kid, I kid. Um, <laughs> Onward looks fun. But now that you've told, me, oh, oh, what's that? Tell me about that. Uh, that's that's the quest one. Um, so it's. Uh, mythical fancy world is part of real life and unicorns are glorified trash pandas that eat your garbage and that kind of thing <laughs> and in the middle of it uh these on his 18th birthday the younger brother is gifted a staff from his deceased father by his mother and the this it's actually like a wizard staff and there's a spell that can bring his dad back for a day so huh. that he can they can meet each other um and in casting the spell to bring them back, it screws up and it only brings them half back. So they've got like the pants, the waist down is his dad. <laughs> the rest oh, of it is there. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. And so they yes. have to go on a quest and they have a, a before sunrise or sunset or something to get this completed and get the rest of them. And the 
younger brother is very nervous and yeah. uh, conscientious and kind, and the older brother is a bit of a slob. And so the younger brother is played by uh, Tom Holland, and the older brother is voiced by Chris Pratt. And so yeah. it's it's uh, uh, Star Lord and Spider Man. <laughs> right? A, yeah, exactly. On a brother buddy quest adventure together. Yeah, and I saw the looks, preview. I good, did see. Know? Yeah, it's... I did see the preview for that. Um, on, um, I think it was in front of uh, of Jumanji. Um, okay. So yeah, looking forward to checking that out. That 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 does look sure. neat. Um, yeah, you mentioned uh, the uh, in the Heights, which I wasn't aware of, and and so now I'm pretty excited about that. Um. um I don't know if I'm really looking forward to the bloodshot movie, but I just like the idea of some of the, uh, valiant stuff seeing, uh, yeah. Um, seeing a movie. Um, and I mean, be, there's always the potential there that, you know, is it, does this mean we're scraping the bottom or does it just mean we're getting to some cool niche stuff? That yeah. That, and I, and I, I like to believe the latter, but you know, we'll see. Um, Amen. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, um, uh, from Tracy Letts, uh, uh, the writer of uh, August Osage County and uh, lots of other things, um, and Joe Wright as the director. Uh, there's a Woman in the Window by uh, with starring uh, uh, Amy oh, Adams. Yep. Uh, also, yes. uh, Gary Oldman, Julianne Moore, Anthony Mackie. Um, it, it's yeah, it's a great cast, and um, yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, 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 it's do... kind of a rear window. Uh, Very much, yes, twist. yes, exactly, and uh, yeah. So Only instead, so... they mix in the gaslighting aspect of it all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, did yeah. she see what she thinks she saw? And everybody's calling her crazy. And totally. Yeah. And uh, it's just yeah, it's a it's an awesome pedigree for it as far as who's directing it and who's doing all the stuff. Another one that I got I gotta say I never would have thought would be my thing, but it's it comes from Bloomhouse, so I'm in. Um, it, the the Bloomhouse stuff uh, has really. Reinvigorated my 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 joy of of quote unquote horror movies, which I had really fallen out of for a long time. Um, but uh, but I find the Bloomhouse with the um, the um, Happy Death Day movies and uh, those were great. They're fantastic. Those were yeah. such a surprise yeah. in a way that I didn't expect. Absolutely, and uh, to the point Day where is a horror movie. When the yeah. second one came out, it was like I, I, I had to, you know, it's, it's one of those rare situations where I'm like, I got to go and see this in the in the theater, and oh, that's excellent! I cannot wait to see this. And um, do you know if they're planning to make it a trilogy? I they've they I remember them saying that they had left it open to do that, um, and it just mm-hmm. wasn't uh, uh, they they weren't a hundred percent, but I. I think it did pretty well considering that they shoot stuff on, on uh, shoestring budgets and uh, um, you know, and, and so, so they always tend to make their, make their stuff back. And um, so way to do it. Yeah, exactly. And um, uh, sorry. Yeah. I I, I got it. Now I got to see how, how it did. Um, but uh, yeah, they made it for nine million, um, and it it uh, worldwide did like sixty four million. So yeah, they'll they'll make another. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Because um, you know when they when yeah they they made they made they made their money back on the domestic open. So they'll be more. <laughs> They're already doing better than Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. And and nine million dollars, like that was the craft services budget for Bumblebee. <laughs> um, but the movie that I'm talking about is Fantasy Island. Ah, yes. Michael Pena the, the has blitz for that has started up, and I'm, yeah, I'm curious. Totally, um, Michael Pena as Mr. Rourke. And what a neat idea that you know you get you get the franchise rights to something yeah. like that. Like you buy that intellectual property and then instead you go completely a different way with it. And... Yeah. No, I don't know if you remember, there was a um, sort of a 
late 90s, early 2000s remake of Fantasy Island. Um, that was, um, you know, played a lot darker. Um, it didn't last long. And, um, yeah. God, who was in it? Um, cause see, at first I wanted to say, uh, um, you know, Mr. Belvedere, but no, he was on the original. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the original after, uh, uh, after Hervé left. And, um, so yeah. Uh, but this one's coming out Valentine's Day, and and Lucy Hale, who is like uh, a um, a uh, uh, as well as being a CW uh, um, standby, she is also um, uh, a, a, a Bloomhouse standby. She was also in um, um, uh, Truth or Dare. Okay. Which I quite enjoyed as well. Um, yeah, so the, the the remake, I believe, if I remember correctly, so yes, I was right. Christopher Hewitt was the guy who um, who replaced uh, um, Hervé Villachez, uh for, before the last season. And um, but, it, but the other one, it starred, um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, um, Malcolm McDowell. Oh, wow. And uh, was played to be dark, and it was yeah, it was 1998. So uh, Malcolm McDowell as uh, Mr. Rourke, and um, and so they went sort of more the the supernatural route uh, with it, and uh, and huh. and a bit of dark uh, humor. Uh, was, uh, Barry Sonnenfeld was one of the one of the uh, executive producers on it, and um, so he had a few different. Um, you know, uh, um, guys instead of just like a, uh, um, a, a tattoo. Um, but yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, Malcolm McDowell in 1998. Yeah. They were playing it for, for, uh, for dark. And, uh, so this one looks fun. I, so. I love this idea of, uh, of, you know, like just the idea of, you know, Michael Pena as, uh, um, as Mr. Work, you know, cause you know that he'll tell us everything that's been going on. Because that's what he does, and um, but yeah, also Maggie Q, Lucy Hale, uh, Jimmy O Yang, and um, a, a host of others, and this one there. Uh, so it says the uh, enigmatic Mister Rourke makes the secret dreams of his lucky guests come true at a luxurious but remote tropical resort. But when the fantasies turn into nightmares, the guests have to solve the island's mystery in order to escape with their lives. So there you go. Sounds good. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's me for, uh, for, for movies. Yeah. That's good. I'm, uh, I mean, there's, there's some, there's some stuff out there. I, it's nice to know there's a few things to put on the calendar. <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we, it just looks like May's going to be a really good month for stuff, but, uh, but I will definitely be, uh, um, in, uh, uh mid February, I will definitely be making a, a trip to the theater to catch uh, fantasy Island because again, um, Bloomhouse, Yay. <laughs> That's excellent. Huzzah. All right. Um, yeah. what you got, uh, what, what else you got? I have a book. I know you're shocked knowing how little I read, but it's true. I have a book that I would like to uh, add to the list. Nice. Uh, it's called Displacement, and it is once again by one of my favorite authors, my brother-in-law. Nice. <laughs> uh, yes, Richard Ford Burley is back with another book. Um, this one uh, sounds really interesting. It's about a... Uh, uh, it's about a guy who loses his sister, and then years later he develops similar illness to what she has, uh, and then uh, gets sick, wakes up a month later to discover that he is now in his sister's body, and that he essentially became his sister while um, while sick with whatever this disease, illness was. And I think he's using it as a means to to uh explore the idea of uh of transgender or yeah. uh people who identify differently than the world perceives them right and uh i think that this is 
his way of exploring that, which I'm very curious to very cool to uh, to see and read more about. He, uh, I am hoping that it is a successful book for him for all nice. the obvious reasons. Yeah, uh, of course. But uh, looking forward to checking it out because I think it sounds like it could be really interesting and an interesting way to uh, potentially kind of present that idea to people. I, I love science fiction that remembers yeah. that it's supposed to be about societal commentary or understanding positions that are different than yours because you've created this fantasy world where it's so different that um, it becomes alien enough that you're allowed to explore it free of your presumptions and your biases and your natural assumptions and your own experiences. Totally. The, when, 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 um, um, when science fiction, fiction largely moved away from allegory, I think it's where it lost its point. Like it lost its purpose, yeah. you know, and, and that's because that was always the, the, you know, the best of, of, of science fiction was where it was, it was some way of looking at ourselves in that dark mirror. And, yes. uh, yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah. All right. So, yes, that one's mine. My book. I think it, I think it just came out. Um, yeah, it is out now. Okay. Um, is, uh, by a guy, uh, named, uh, Charles Yu and it is called interior Chinatown. And Oh, I saw him interviewed just the other night on the daily show. That's right. Yes. And, um, and so basically, the w- the way they put it was uh, was that that you know you you're watching he, the way he put it, and I love the way he explained this on, the, on when he did that interview was the idea of um, see of you you're watching uh, uh, Law and Order, and you see the detectives up at the front, you know, doing their thing, and then you see the guy who's loading up a tr- uh, the Asian guy who's loading up a truck in the back, and uh, <laughs> and how he's the uh, you know, and in this case, it's the stuff from his from his point of view. But what I like is that it isn't it isn't a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern uh, uh, all over again. Uh, but he says uh, Willis Wu doesn't perceive himself as a protagonist, even in his own life. He's merely generic Asian man. Sometimes he gets to be background oriental, making a weird face or even disgraced son. But he is always relegated to a prop. Yet every day he leaves his tiny room in a Chinatown SRO and enters the Golden Palace restaurant where Black and White, a procedural cop show, is in perpetual production. He's a bit player here, too, but he dreams of being Kung Fu Guy, the most respective role that anyone who looks like him can attain. Um, At least that's what he's been told time and time again, except by one person, his mother, who says to him, be more. Um, so yeah, send up of Hollywood tropes and Asian, Asian, uh, stereotypes. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to checking this out and now I have purchased it. So yay. Um, excellent. Yeah. So, I would, I'd be anxious to hear how, how you find that. Yes. I will let you know. Beautiful. All right. So that's, um, yeah, that's, that's the depth of my, my, <laughs> my bench. For <laughs> um, it's not always the biggest bench. It is not always. All right. Uh, anything? In, have you got anything in music? Uh, oh, the only other thing I would add to uh, books is that uh, we get issue seven fifty of Wonder Woman and uh, issue yes. seven fifty of the Flash this year, celebrating big, pretty big anniversaries for characters who absolutely have, uh, stood a long test of time. Nice. Yes. Uh, music. I did not look that hard. Uh, and don't know of anything yet that I should be uh, I should be expecting. So I, I'm not. I've some concerts booked, but I don't have yeah. any uh, anticipated new albums coming. So. All right. Well, yes. I have. What about yourself? You've always got a good list. Oh yes, and uh, my my the first on the list is um, Weezer's new album. I always enjoy when they come out with something new, and that nice. is Van Weezer coming out May fifteenth. Um, this is just as they they're doing a big tour with uh, Green Day and Fallout Boy, and uh, this their fourteenth album, which blows my mind. Um, uh, wow, really? Yeah, yeah, and uh, so, is uh, um, so yeah. It, it's where where he uh, wears his uh, his Van Halen uh, influence on on his sleeve as well. He says the inspiration came from our live shows, where in the middle of Beverly Hills, unlike on the album, everything stops, and I break out with this crazy guitar solo. We noticed recently the crowd goes crazy when I do it, so it felt like maybe the audience is ready for some shredding again. I'm in. 
Um, nice. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, anybody um, wants to reintroduce guitar. Yes, exactly. That's exactly. Fantastic. That is my favorites. Um, uh, also very interested in, and it hasn't, um, the, it's, uh, title pending and release date pending. Um, Barry Gibb, who really? I've always thought is a an incredible songwriter. I was less interested in their in the Bee Gees disco era, um, unless uh, unless it's Jilly, Jimmy Fallon doing it. Um, <laughs> but he's working with uh, with Dave Cobb, who uh, is kind of the one of the go to uh, Nashville producers. He he uh, uh, and and uh, Cobb is kind of the rock guy in Nashville. And um, and he did uh, the, all of the uh, rival son, the last few rival sons records, and um, and Jason Isbell is involved in it as well. Um, so I'm interested. I'm just interested to hear that. And uh, and again, you know, he's uh, like I say, Gibbs a great songwriter and uh, and a great voice. And uh, you know, he's the last one left. So uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, you see him coming by your town. Maybe, maybe check it out because. Yeah. Um, let's see who else. Um, oh goodness. Um, sorry, I'm just going through my list here, and it's, of course, not, no, no, please. Do. I, I have the spinning. Uh, I have the spinning beach ball. Um, oh, the yeah. beach ball. Uh, Today's st- episode brought to you by Color Wheels. Yeah, yeah. Had something um, you needed to do? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Watch fa- a Color Wheel. The other one, speaking of the uh, the Weezer uh, Hella Mega Tour, um, is uh, the new Green Day, Father of All, which comes out in February. Uh, really liked the... Um, uh, when they did Revolution Radio a couple of years ago, I thought it was a you know really uh, sort of back to basics thing, and now they're they're going doing something really different. Um, and this one is kind of uh, um, uh, he, he well the way Billy Joe Billy Joe puts it is he says I'd always loved uh, British mod music from the '60s, but I wanted to go to where the source was and see if I could put soul through the Green Day filter. Um, so oh. I'm really interested to see where that goes. So the, you know, they said it's a, the result is a bold experiment in, that incorporates dance grooves, new wave, and vintage R&B. Um, and while a couple, they mentioned a couple of songs, uh, "Meet Me on the Roof" and "Junkies on a High," have somewhat of a classic Green Day flavor. The others are way out there. Um, so I always love when they get into some experimentation. And I, um, I think. I think that is uh that is yeah that is my main stuff um yeah so there we go well excellent yeah well that's fantastic it's, i find music is a little harder to because you know it just comes down to somebody telling you that someone's got a new album out and you hope that it's good and other than that you're like, oh, right, <laughs> yeah and no you're absolutely right it's uh that that can be a uh a, a, a challenge because you know it's yeah which way they're going with that um yeah but you know if it works hey it works the the with the grammys last weekend um the billy eilish cleaning up like she did i really hope that that represents a return to experimentation and renewal and just going off and locking yourself in a bedroom and coming out with new sound i that would be so exciting if that's what comes out of this it, it seemed like a good wake-up call that, you know, you don't need the machine to create it. We talked about this. Totally, in the totally. 2019 app, but to see her win like that was was really fantastic. By the end of the night, I had full Irish fever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um. Uh, oh, one other um, uh, bit of music that I'm looking forward to coming out is my band Buzz King's album Truth Lies, which comes out in May, so that I finally have this off my plate. Because <laughs> we've been working on it forever. So, yes, that will be fun as well. So, there we go. All Excellent. right. See, look at us. Look at us. We're under. Yes. We're still under an hour. But... Um, hey, what's your pop of the week? Along. My pop of the week. Uh, my pop of the week is uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. 
Uh, Damn it. <laughs> I love me some Kevin Ditto. Smith. Ditto. Yeah, that I was have, mine as well. I have. Did, did you see it yet? Yeah. 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 I, I didn't get to see it in theaters, um, but I did finally see it. Yeah, nor, nor I. I, bu- um, I bought it on iTunes the other the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, God. I I love that man. He's a big sappy, <laughs> big sappy middle aged stoner. Totally. Yeah, and I'm a few of those things. Not all of those things, but uh, it just I because I feel like I'm kind of aging in a similar timeline that. Um, as he gets reflective and nostalgic in his, in his own movie making, it aligns with my own <laughs> yep. um, similar feelings. And I thought that this was really good. I mean, it's the usual, Hey, look kids, it's so-and-so oh, totally. kind of antics and cameos, which were fun and funny. But when he got to the part where he started trying to, you know, deliver his message and have his little dramatic turn, I don't know whether it's, it's all the time he spent on uh, things like the Goldbergs, where they do the whole in the third act jokes need not apply. Yeah. Um, but you know he gets to that scene where uh, uh, one of his friends from the past shows up and kind of lays it all out, and it was really good. It was. Yeah. It felt like in the in Clerks too. There's a scene where they're locked in the jail at the end, and there's a big speech, and they have the big thing. But it just didn't get delivered with the right chops to, to just the the acting wasn't behind it to okay yeah really sell it i i didn't think as much and this was really like i felt this one more and i don't know if it's that i've changed more since the last time he it threw might, one of these at me might have something like, it, it might have something to do with that <laughs> right it's it's really interesting i'm i'm looking forward to seeing it again uh hopefully watching it next week with uh Friend of the show Amanda and listener of the show Will, nice uh, for our Wednesday night flick, and uh, um, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. So I would yeah. be, um, you know, that that that's my pick. It's uh, James and Bob reboot. If yeah, that was that was my pop. Seen any as well. of Kevin's stuff and you like it? Pick it. Yeah, Get yeah, it. absolutely. No, it was a it was a solid. Uh, yeah, I quite I quite enjoyed it, and. Um, you know, I mean, it. You know, if if you if you enjoyed uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, you're you're, you're good. You're gonna enjoy this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's they they hit a lot of the jokes. Yep. You wanted them to. Um, there's some Stanley stuff in there that was just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the 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 homage they've got up in in Brody's comic book shop was great. They got the big wall dedicated to stand in the back of a candle and he's wearing the stanley shirt this time <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah it was it, it was even really... it even made me forgive the uh the whole um you know uh yeah wow stan did all that by himself um that that you know because there, there was a um you know one of the uh uh the uh tribute things they had um what's her face who played scarlet witch um, um, saying about it. it's amazing that all of this came from one brain. Oh, mm. <laughs> Fuck off with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a frustrating part. I yeah. I like him for who he was and what he did. I do not think that he did it all himself. Oh, God. I, yeah, not remotely. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, you know. We all got to enjoy the myth. Yes, that uh, was, and everybody loves a good fairy tale. And you know, he's just enough P.T. Barnum that that was, that was what we got out of it. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All righty then. Mm. So there we go. That's uh, that's two pop and craps uh, cover. Uh, two pop and craps. Two pops of the week. Two uh, pops of the week in one. Exactly. Two, two, two pops in one. Exactly. So we're gonna finish this one. Will this one's only gonna take you an hour, buddy. Well, I mean, it already has taken you an hour, so, you know, <laughs> I think you're well aware. Well, good. Will, Graham, Randy, get back to work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, then. Comments, as always, are welcome at popandcrap at gmail.com. You can join the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.com slash popandcrap. That's P-O-P-N-C-R-A-P, which is also our Twitter handle. We are on the tweets. 
And uh, in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, popandcrap.com, where we've gotten rid of all of the nasty invasion stuff. And um, you can <laughs> reclaim the site. <laughs> indeed. You can leave a comment on uh, on this or any episode. Scott? And you may have had enough to hear with all the snoochy boochies you want to hear in your lifetime. But remember, at the end of the day, it's all just pop and crap. Mm-hmm.